Karen Prendergast is with me in studio, our interior designer. I'm exhausted just talking about that, Karen. I'm not sure. But of course, you're fit, aren't you? I'm fit enough. Um, yeah. I, I am fit enough. I do a good bit of walking and I'm always seem to be doing jobs in the house and out the back and in the garden and all was moving. So I'm fit enough. But um, I suppose my walk, you know, I've often mentioned it on the show, my walk and just getting those little bits and pieces done for myself every day mentally are very important. That it works they well for you. Yeah. It works well for me. So without them, and sometimes I get a week that it's really busy or a week that the weather is bad or whatever, and you kind of make up some excuses. And I'm sure listeners will, you know... Um, yeah. know what I'm talking about and um, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, well I'm delighted to hear it. Um, I bought a bike you see. Oh. So I have the gear and I have I everything. I saw a bike rack at the back yes, of the car, know, on yes. the back of the car I've, as well. I have all the bits of me. Of course the, the laughter that this causes at home I, I love the support I get from, yeah, from, well, from people Yeah, well you know you home. might prove them all wrong I, Well hopefully I will indeed. Um, talk to me about interior design then and particularly about furnishing a small space Karen, because this is an issue for people all of the time, I mean, isn't it? Is. It is, and all of us have a small space someplace. Yeah. You know, no matter what size the house is, there's small spaces. But, you know, I suppose in interior design, and people are used to hearing me talking, and, and sometimes not it overlaps, but it's often the same pointers, the same ideas, um, whether it's a big room or a small room, or a big house or a small room, or an apartment or a home office or whatever. So today I'm going to give you some good ideas. I have some pictures to show you because I know you always like some pictures. I have colour mm-hmm. charts with me as well, and I have a few questions to answer from listeners. So we'll, we'll go as fast as we yeah, can to get sure. through them all. So, you know, as a said it's likely that all of us have one room at least in the house that's compact and needs special consideration when decorating it. The type of furniture and decorative items you choose are really important to the overall room and I'm going to just mention a few and then I'll show you some mm-hmm. pictures as well um, to explain them a little bit. So planning the layout for the space isn't always just about the size of the furnishings. It's the composition of the piece, the size, the overall look that you want for the room. Do you need texture? Do you need to avoid texture too much? Um, A lot of textured furniture can actually make a room look smaller sometimes. You know the way the mahogany furniture, now I have mahogany furniture and Mm. I love it, but sometimes when you have too many pieces in a room, it looks cluttered. A lot of my phone calls would be, look, I'm not sure do you do this kind of work, but I... My room just isn't working for me. I need to move a few pieces around. What's wrong? And that's often the case that maybe there's too many pieces. Some people might have furniture in a hall or furniture in a living room that we can move into a sitting room or vice versa and the whole lot. And it's not always about getting rid of, but maybe it's about moving around and um, often looking at lighting as well. Mm. Moving around the furniture, looking at lighting. And, of course, the big one... Lighting in terms of space. Lighting in terms of space. To make sure that we've got um, lighting that lights the room enough, that we have functional lighting, that if we're using it for a study area, or at night time that you have ambient lighting, so you don't have to have the centre light Mm. on. Because years ago, most of the time, we did very little plugs in the room. I'm talking 20, 30 years ago, 20, 25, 30 years ago. And there are a lot of the houses I'm going back to now. Children are gone to school. They want to redesign. Most houses are lacking in lighting. So that is lighting, ceiling lighting for the room, not enough lighting for the space they're in, and also ambient lighting, nighttime lighting, task lighting. So lighting is a big one. Right. And it can make all the difference. And even if somebody just has a light fitting in the room and they don't want to take up floorboards upstairs and they don't want to do a big job, they can still replace that fitting fitting to give them enough light sufficient to their needs. Yeah. Or to the size of the room. I was in a lighting shop a couple of months ago. Where do you even start? I mean, the amount of... The amount of um, stock in some shops. It's incredible. And also the price. Yeah. 
So lighting can be very expensive or it can be very reasonable if you're willing to shop around and not so much even shop around from shop to shop, but have a look and open up your mind to what's available. Right, okay. And just don't get stuck I, I took you off down a rabbit hole there. You. <laughs> so, think about usability. So, we're talking again, what are we going to use the room for? Um, if it's a limited space, has it just got one purpose? Has it more than one purpose? Um, an ottoman or a special chair is also a good place for storage. You know, if you're going to be using it as a coffee table, maybe oh, yeah. a big ottoman, you can um, take it up, put all your books, maybe remotes in there, whatever. A footstool, they're often, you can open up the top of them as well. I find them very good for, because I'm in a smaller area now in um, my kitchen, I'm living in it most of the time, and I find that those smaller, um, we call them footstools as opposed to ottomans, they're great for remote controls, mm. maybe um, pins and, you know, mm. all that kind of so stuff. So back to storage again. Back to yeah. storage again. And uh, So usability is very important, and an ottoman or um, a footstool can make a great little bit of storage for you. Uh, mirrors, mm. open up a room. Yeah. Make all the rooms look bigger. Um and it, if you have a nice view opposite the mirror, it can almost give you a piece of art in the room as well as a nice mirror. So that's a great idea. Um, and as I said, make sure pieces that you select have more than one purpose. Examples are using a dresser as a nightstand or a coffee table that'll open up to store whatever you need. Um, in my room lately, in my bedroom, in our bedroom, I was looking for a seat that I could put on my shoes. So I got a seat with no back. Um, two people could sit in it, but two people wouldn't sit in it, of course. And it opens up on hinges at the back, and I can store lots of more shoes. Oh, very good. Or yes. blankets, so or a throw. Yes. Um, I've just purchased a lot of boots lately, so, and they're hidden in boxes at right. home. So I'm a shoe kind of fanatic. But anyway, I'm short of space, <clears throat> storage for my shoes and stuff like that. Mm. So that worked out well for me. So when I was buying a seat to sit on for under the window, I picked a seat that would accommodate a good bit of storage for me. Okay, very so good. So that worked for me. Yeah. Um, try not to have every single bit of space in your room taken off. Leave a little bit of a blank wall, a little bit of a blank um, floor, mm. don't, and blank window. You often say that. Why Why is that? Because if there's too much going on, it's too fussy, it, it never looks right. The room is harder to clean. It's harder to keep tidy. Mm. So if you're, for instance, cleaning your bedroom out, you know, doing a clean every week or you're sitting room or whatever, and you have to move lots and lots of stuff, it's not ideal. Right. So use storage wisely. Declutter. Um, window treatment. The Roman blinds are great. I have a little bedroom here for you to look at. Now, mm-hmm. how, look, how good does that bedroom look? Oh, it looks gorgeous. It looks fantastic. Now, I I would say, looking at that, Fran, it's probably 10 foot by 12 foot. So 10 foot wide, it's a small room. It's got one window. But it doesn't look cluttered. It doesn't look cluttered because we have the bed with an isopolstered headboard, two simple lockers, two lamps. uh, I'd say it's subtle on the wall. Mm. A very plain Roman blind, but it looks gorgeous and a beautiful painting over the bed. Yeah, it's just just. Really it's stunning, lovely, yeah. and the floor is simple. Now they're lucky where they have the window, of course, aren't they? You they are, and it's and you know it's great to have the use of a window <laughs> in a bedroom that you can open up yes. and leave the air through. Because um, I'm in a, a few houses lately, and I'm getting the story. <clears throat> a good point, and nothing to do with a small room that we're talking about today, but a point in general. Um, I've black in the corners of my room. Uh, I've condensation in my windows and the whole lot. So there are houses out there still that may not have vents in the walls. 
So just check your room. If you do need a vent in the wall, it's worth getting somebody in to put a vent in the wall. If you're not able to keep your window open a lot during the day, maybe you're yes, going to work, course, whatever, yeah. the window can't be opened. Um, so just check that. Mm. And I have another little study to show you. It's cream one. Oh, again, again very simple. Great use of space. Great there, use of it? space. Yeah. Roman blind on the window so it doesn't take up any space on the eye. Very functional, blackout yeah. lining. Um, nice and, office and desk. And nothing costing a fortune. Absolutely yeah. nothing costing a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. As I've said before, shop around, um, get the plan in your head of what you want to do with the room, regardless of the size. And um, you need to have a budget. Yes. That's a bigger okay. room. But look at the simplicity, friend. Right. Yeah, and again, there's lots of space, isn't there? Yeah. Lots of space, um, no clutter, Yes. plenty of storage, plenty of light, The mm. no big curtains hanging on the windows. I love the single chair. It's just beautiful. It's isn't stunning, it? isn't yeah. it? It's an old style. It's an old style, uh, Victorian yeah. chair, I'd say. Great with the head of the bed as a dark <coughs> colour. But again, a very modern, classical, elegant room that doesn't cost a fortune. Yes, but again, they're lucky with the windows. They there are, of course. And, and, yeah. and the windows are a feature in that room as well, aren't they? Have you time for a couple of questions? I have, of course. All right. Uh, Lister's saying, I'm about to take out my old existing kitchen and put in a newly designed kitchen. How much should I budget for? Well, it's a big question, isn't it? Really? It's a big question. Yeah. So I suppose if you're taking out your new kitchen, you're probably looking at you're probably looking at new appliances, new worktop, new flooring. Chances are you'll be changing your flooring. So I suppose the answer to that is anything from eight to ten thousand upwards. Upwards. Good God. I was talking to somebody um, the other day. I was getting my hair done, and it was general conversation. And she's actually. Uh, building a house at the moment and she was saying I was talking to somebody the other day and she said what is a bathroom costing now approximately and I was saying anything, if you're gutting the whole bathroom, retiling the whole bathroom buying your wear, putting it back in and normally people run amok a little bit then with vanity units and stuff like that, they want some extras um, anything from eight to 10,000 upwards and when you say upwards, that's not from an interior designer. That's from yeah, okay. you know standard. And this this lady was just saying to me that a friend of hers spent twenty five thousand on her bathroom. My God Almighty! That must be an incredible bathroom, is it? Yeah, yeah I'm sure it is. I'm sure and, it's and fantastic. And still, you showed me that lovely study, and it was obvious to me there wasn't <clears throat> a that huge study, amount of That money. study, you know, from start to finish, um, carpet on the floor. Um, units built in, yeah. Roman blind. That study was probably two thousand. Yeah, it's so, a lot of room so for two thousand. Now I know kitchens. It's well, kitchens, you're looking at worktop, you're looking at flooring, ballroom. you're looking at tiling, you're looking at granite, maybe, you're looking mm. at all new appliances and a new whatever. So right. just if people are out there, the best way of thinking about revamping anywhere is to think about uh, the look that you want, shop around. You know, sometimes the likes of a granite worktop isn't the be-all and end-all of a job. It's much better to get the floor right, the kitchen right, the appliances right and maybe you might have to revisit something like a worktop in time to come or not. It could be in the budget. Right. But I'm often on jobs and we have a budget starting out and maybe the job could last for six months or a year and something that we thought we wouldn't get into the budget first day, we'll get into the budget at the end or something that we thought would be in the budget they might decide, well I'll swap this out for this. Of course, no I would say this, wouldn't I, but I, I think it's important to get some advice um, before you put in a new kitchen because the proportions you have to be very careful of, haven't you? And again, not to talk about myself but I can talk about my own kitchen because it's not, it's, it's not private. Um, 
I have a lot of drawers in my kitchen now. I mentioned this to you before, not presses that I can't get in the back and I have to kneel down the whole lot. So a lot of my units now are presses and I have my glasses, I have my um, plates, I have um, all my bits and pieces in them. So they're much easier for me to use and I get a lot more into them. Okay. All right, so to keep that in, in to mind. To keep that well, in mind, okay. if you're planning a kitchen, plan the kitchen around your own use. And can we stick with the kitchens? Because somebody's saying, my kitchen units are solid mahogany. Also, my stairs are solid mahogany wood. Can I paint them? I'm afraid to take the chance. Any advice would be yes, welcome. Yes, um, this lady had spent an awful, awful lot of money um, many years ago on a handmade stairs and a handmade kitchen. So, yes, the, advi- the advice is that you can absolutely do that. But again, it's making sure it's cleaned down, sand it down, the prepped right, the right primer put on it, the right finish put on it, and yes, it will look absolutely fantastic, but everything is in the preparation. And this particular lady, you know, we're talking a lot, a lot of money that she spent 30 years ago on those items. But Way too much money to ever take them out, because she'd never replace course, them with like yes, for like. Of course, but it's, it doesn't sound to me like a DIY job. It's not, you, that you, is you not a DIY, that is not you, a DIY yeah. job, yeah. All right, will you take a final one for me? Um, I'd like to repaint my PVC front door. Is it okay to paint it weather-wise? Uh, I hope to get it done in the first week of October. That's That was a great um, phone call, a question that I got, because I get many phone calls when I leave here, and I wanted to include it, because anything below 10 to 12 degrees, exterior, weather-wise, right. uh, you shouldn't attempt front door. Okay. So pick a day that the weather is good and the day after is going to be very good and so is that you can get enough coat your your primer and your finish on and that it'll get time right. to harden. Sounds like a stupid question but do you, do you sand the PVC to you would give grip? It a, you would, you give it a light, you give it a wash down a very very light sand and just to key the surface but not rough sandpaper or anything like that a very very light sanding clean it down again and you're prepped then ready for your primer. But okay. conditions, weather conditions do matter because the paint needs to harden. Right, very good. And would do you want to throw in a quick piece, piece of advice about a, a colour? Yes, please, if you don't mind. Yeah. So I'm back to normal colours that I talk about a lot. Subtle is one. Willow White is another. Salter Stone is another. Shell Cove is very good. Ivory Tusk is really popular at the moment for right. kitchens. And, and just to remind listeners, the names you're giving out, if you Google those, you'll get the actual colour. Everything. And I talk yeah. about the subtle colour and... The kitchen that, That's the name of a colour, isn't it? Colour, S-U-B-T-L-E. Yeah. But if people are looking to paint a kitchen, the companies have brought out a new colour this autumn and it's the exact colour of subtle. So if somebody's looking to change their paint, change their kitchen and they're looking at colours, subtle is new on the manufacturer's list. All right. Somebody's saying, can you change your presses on the bottom to drawers instead and keep your top as presses? Uh, yes, I'm sure you can. If you get again, it would be a kitchen company that you would check with. So what they're saying is they want to swap out their presses that open okay. underneath for drawers. So it is a different unit internally. It would be a different unit, but I, I would say it can be done. Yeah. Right, depending on the material, I suppose, in the first Well, depending on the material, but maybe this person is going to swap out their drawers, their presses for drawers, and then paint the whole kitchen. All right, okay, okay, very good indeed. If people want to contact you and talk to you about your work as an interior designer, Karen, how can they do that? It's 086-606-9009. That's 086-606-9009. And webpage, interiorconcepts.ie, Facebook and Instagram. Always great to see you. Thanks very much indeed, Karen. Thank you. um,